episode two of the Ruler Two podcast. My name is Niz. I am your host, and with me today is Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hello. What's up? Hi, Bruce. So we're back after a bit of a hiatus because things just were quite busy in life, unfortunately, and nothing I could do about it. That's just how life works out. We had the equipment set up, and then I just couldn't make it to a recording every week for the last three weeks. I apologize for that. Anyway, Bruce, what's new with you? What's new with me? I mean, we just played a store champ the other week. That, well, that was yeah, what, what was it, four days ago? No, five? Four no. days ago, yeah. Four days ago, yeah, yeah. we had the store champs at Pandemonium Games. And that's actually the basis of our podcast for today is the store champs, and we'll discuss that. And we'll also be talking about just getting into the game because we have quite a few new players coming in. And just to give people some advice on what to get, when to buy or what to trade and things like this. So Store Champs, let's just dive in. So it was hosted at Pandemonium Games. I didn't play, which was always fun. And you got to play Bruce, which is obviously a great thing, because yes. spoiler, you you won in the end. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, just from an outsider's comment, now myself, I looked at the types of decks. We had ten participants, which is decent for a store champs actually. And mm. there was it was weird. There was like one Moldek, one Kylo Price, yeah. and there was a few vehicle decks. There was, yes. was it two or three? There was me and Eric. So it was two. So it was two, yeah. And then uh, there was one Poe Hondo. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Old and, school. Uh, no. <laughs> old school, yeah. Um, and then there was some weird, crazy aggro decks as well that just came out of the works. And we had Carl representing with his Poe Mars. Is it Poe Mars? Yes. Yes. Classic. The Awakenings. So it's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic, unfortunately. <laughs> so Bruce, tell us about your event. Since you experienced all these great things, and I didn't get to play. I mean, it was a fun event. I must say, round one, I did face Pohondo, and it was probably the most stressful game I had that that day. Oh, sorry. So what were uh, you playing? Just by the way, what were you playing? Oh, yes. Sorry. I was playing a Thrawn Snoke vehicles deck. Of course, because that's not a positive play experience. It, it, it's fine. You know? <laughs> just make money. Don't worry about my money. I just make money in that deck. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was playing Poe Hondo against Poe Hondo. Um, first round, extremely stressful. I, I don't want to say I forgot how to play against it. But for some reason, I went for Hondo first. And then after I did damage to him, I was like, wait, I should be going for Poe. Because then the weapons just came out on Poe. Bam, one, two, three. And your Snoke went down really fast. I think it was like round two, Snoke was dead. Um, then I got Snoke back with Dark Ritual. You know what he does the next turn? He plays his, um, what's it called again? Hit and run. Yeah. Rolls out Poe, kills Snoke again straight away. <laughs> so I was like, damn. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, in the end, I had Thrawn sitting on... Uh, it was either like 10 or 11 health out of 12, obviously. 
um, and just paying, paying off Honda every single turn, just trying to get out little bits of damage. Um, the last last round came down to his Y wing, and he played attack run. So attack run obviously is oh, uh, I ambush this activate one of your supports. Yeah, ambush activate one of your supports. He activated the Y wing, hoping to hit damage, which it is fifty percent damage. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. the two disrupt. And then, oh, I should have mentioned before that I claimed, so I got to roll out one of my dice, and I rolled out the Hellfire Droid Tank just because it has more damage size. I, just, I needed a minimum of three damage to kill Hondo. I rolled the three damage. He rolled out the Y-Wing, hit the two disrupt. I could resolve the damage, and I won that round. Yeah, because the, um, if the Y-Wing hit the special, you would have died. Yes, because I only had two resources and one health left on Thrawn. Yeah, you would have straight up just died. Yeah, and even if you rolled the two range, I would have died as well. Well, yeah. that's really that was, that was a close game. I'm I'm glad to hear it went down better <laughs> for you there. Um, yeah. That was your first game, and that was like quite stressful. And I'm look, I'm walking around. I was the TO, so I was just mm -hmm. checking out games and stuff. Some three wide mole Etienne representing with a, a variant mm. of the deck that the Hyperloops guys did for yes. yeah for the Gen Con, I think is it. Yes, it was. I think. Yeah, so that was pretty interesting to watch. Like it was just mm. like his mole, and you can see people's like faces, like just they're so upset playing against mole. Oh, there were two guys playing Luke three Ray two, um, which is Liam and Sean, and they did okay. very well. I mean that deck looks yes. mean, eh? Like it just generates no, shields no, like crazy. Is... And you can't mitigate it Luke's is. dice because it's not damage. That easily. Yeah. Well, you can still mitigate it. It's just that normal like damage removal cards don't work on it. Correct, yeah. yeah. And then Fritz was playing uh, his 1,002 commandos. The deck is called Tacos or something. <laughs> yeah. Also another scary deck that you don't expect to, to do damage as much as it does. Oh, you got to play him as well. Was he around three, eh? Yeah. Who did you play in no, round two? No, he was round. He was round four. Oh wow. He was in the last match. So, you know, so. round you two, round I played two? Eric with the uh, Eric with the Rose Double Jedis. Uh, Jedis. Oh yeah. Uh, that's also a scary deck. Like I've never played against it, and I really underestimated long term plan because hitting long term plan to discard my whole hand is like oh right, okay. Well, I'll just discard all my vehicles, thanks. You know. Yeah, the long-term plan through people, I think, because they forget to figure it out in their math just to make sure that the yeah. person's doing two additional damage or it's just crazy yeah. stuff. Or even, even just doing three discard is devastating, especially for a deck like me where I, I have heavy, heavy um, vehicles in my hand that cost three or four and I just need to build up like mid round to build up the resources, play them, and then this discard comes. I'm like, oh, okay, now I don't have anything. So, I think in that game I only got out two vehicles in that game because of the discard from the from the um, the Jedi's uh, ability when you and discarding from hand as well because they all have even Rose is a discard, right? I think she does. Yeah, I think. Let me yeah. just check for you quickly. Hold on. I'm just gonna have my deck that I built here. Just get a deck box quickly. 
got a dick box over here. Let's open this and see. Is there mole in here? Let's see. Is there mole? There's one mole dick. That's two mole dicks, and none of them have rose in them. That's awkward. Uh, I'll check here quickly. I've got it. I've got it. Let's see. Um, let me open the uh, deck building up. So, yeah, so the mole was weirdly unrepresented, like underrepresented, sorry. That's what I meant to say. Mm. Uh, she has Wonders cards on. So She's Wonders and the Jedis have discards. Yeah, they have uh, discards as well. Because, I mean, like, I actually lost that game to mole. He's not a mole deck, but I lost to mole. Just the amount of stuff he was milling out of my deck. Yeah, and and they, whenever they hit, where any source of indirect happens, there's two triggers to discard two cards. Yes. Because there's is. two of them. So you, yeah. you're losing cards either way. And if they hit the hand, discard, yeah. you lose cards there as well. It's not as soul-crushing yeah. as like Anakin and his pod racer, but it's still yeah. annoying. Yeah, it can get you when you least expect it. That's a thing. Yeah, I think and that's a thing. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that I went for Rose first in this deck, which was probably the not the good idea. It's probably go for the Jeddahs first, to oh, be honest. As, as long as they don't get second chance on them. Because he never got any second chances out of my game. Um, I assumed he didn't draw them yet, because he didn't play any. I did see later games he did play them, so I was like, oh, he does have them. Um, but yeah, I took out Rose, I took out a Jeddah, and I couldn't take the last one out before I basically... I was milled, so lost the game that too more. I couldn't get out the damage to kill the last Jedi. Oh, hectic. Um, yeah. uh, so you say go for the Jedi's first, assuming he doesn't get second chance? Yeah. Okay. As quickly as possible. Because, I mean, I'd, I'd probably kill Rose. You know, I was... like that's, That was my theory. Rose has got two dice. Rose makes resources. Rose also does damage. But then when you're getting every single turn, you're getting two discard out of your deck. So, especially when you when you need vehicles, and like I said, I only got two out. All of them, the rest of them were in my discard pile. Like I couldn't play any more vehicles, and the only two I got out was a Z95 and the Kylo Starfighter, which have, haven't got amazing damage sides compared to the other vehicles. And yeah. I was just slowly pinging down the guys then, and then I just got milled because I need to discard to reroll to try to get damage. And uh... and sadly, that was a loss for you, I think, eh? Yeah, like like I said, I lost via mill, basically. Yeah, sadly. Cool. So that knocks you down a little bit, and then your round three appointment is... What is it? Oh, the Pomaz. Oh, the Pomaz. Jeez, how did that... How did you handle that deck? Well... It's an old deck, um, and I think the people who haven't been playing since Awakenings have never seen it, so they don't know how yes. it works. Especially if yeah. you're new players. So I'm going to explain how the deck works. So essentially... You roll out Poe, and then you roll out Mars, and you resolve Poe's dice with the specials with Mars' ability. And the special yep. on Poe is discard a, no, discard a support from your hand, uh, resolving Drop one of its sides. Correct, yeah. And then you can pay the value of the support to put it into play. Yes, so you could you get it, to. like you could do five on the old Millennium Falcon and then put it into play. Correct, yeah. yeah. So the game was. At that point, just if we go back in time here for all the newer guys who are listening, that deck was really negative because you had no way of interacting with them because they hit and run. So hit and run is activate one of your red characters and it gives you ambush. So you activate Poe and then you activate Mars. If Mars hits focus, you resolve that into a Poe special. 
if Po hit double focus, you dissolve both opposed dice. And you can do yeah. double thermal detonators, two Millennium Falcons, whatever. And then they yeah. hyperspace jump afterwards with mm. the Falcon special. Yeah. yeah. And that time, sorry, hyperspace jump wasn't set aside or removed from game. It was in your discard pile, yes. so you could continuously keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't so everyone knows how their dick works. So how did your game go? Um, it was unfortunately quite easy. Um, just the fact that I think that version of Pomar is not running a lot of removal. I could do whatever I want with all my dice. Um, I could get, I think I made in round one, almost 10 resources. Just wow. in round one. That, I put out an ATS. It is. I put out an ATST round one and I rolled, I think it was the five damage on the first roll. And unfortunately, took down Poe very quickly. Okay. Um, and then Maz followed the next round. Yeah, you have to kill yeah. Poe like really quickly. And the one weakness yeah. of the deck, unfortunately, is if you can control Poe's dice. Like if he rolls yeah. in Poe and you best defense both his dice, you take mm. three damage is fine, but you save yourself a massive amount of damage. You save yourself basically anywhere from three up until like six or eight. Yeah. Potentially like eight thing, damage depending on how many characters you have. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's really crazy. Because thermal detonators are like three across, three across every time, which is crazy. Mm. And I remember, I mean, I've still got like, you know, trauma from playing against that deck in Awakenings. And it was uh, in the Spirit of Rebellion mm. meta. It was just crazy yeah. to play against where you could do nothing. Yeah. Like the only thing you could I mean, do was like mm. hand discard, like really hectic hand discard. Yeah, and Kylo's special kind of screwed them sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, but I mean... The old Kylo, yeah. Kylo won now. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem, like, you could screw them. The thing is, you need to roll the special, and your partner normally doesn't have focus anyway. Whereas yeah. Mars is just like, oh, we'll activate double focus. Yeah, double post special. <laughs> Great, I'm so happy. You might... We might want to mention that in the old Poe Mars, it was double Poe. Oh, yeah. Uh, two die Poe, two die Mars. And this version, you can only run a one die Mars. So it makes yes. it less consistent. So, yeah, it makes it much less consistent. Times. And, like, it feels a bit easier, but it is still annoying <laughs> to play against. Yeah. God. But just control Poe's dice, and you A for away, and you're fine. Uh, yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was your game three. That was game three. Game uh, went into round four against Fritz with these Talzin and Double Commandos. Mm -hmm. And that one was down to the wire. It was, like like I said before, you don't expect the damage to come out. But when you get to round three and you're like, he's done like almost 10 damage to me. We're just playing upgrades and rolling ones and twos. You just don't expect it. Um, I think I lost Snoke in that game, but basically it all came down to he had all his characters alive and he only had a total of six health on all his characters. So he had, uh, what is it, two left on Talzin, one left on one commando, and three on another commando. Uh, he had the battlefield. I had ground battalion out, which is that support that when you activate, you can take control of the battlefield. And I had a card called Scorch, Scorched Earth, which reads, um, play only if you control the battlefield. Damage to opponent 
equal to the number of dice they have in their pool. So basically, I kind of activated that round one to take the battlefield in the last round, in the first, first turn in the last round, mm -hmm. take the battlefield. And I waited for him to roll out six dice, and then I played it just to win. Um, and the thing is, if he didn't activate both his commanders first, or, or I would have lost because then he would have only had four dice in the pool because he would have activated one commander in Talzin, which only put four dice in the pool. And then he could turn to damage. I had no removal, so I couldn't stop the damage. And Thrawn was going to die. He was on like 10 out of, he was had like two health left or one health left again or something. And the fact that he rolled out one commander and then rolled out the other commander put six dice in the pool and then I can play Scorched Earth to do six indirect. Which was just enough to win. Otherwise, he, cause, yeah. yeah. If you activate Stalvin, you, you lose. I lose. I had no removal and he can turn a dice to any side. That's the and thing. he can turn a dice to two damage to kill me. So crazily tight. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that deck performed reasonably well. I mean, it did yeah. really, really good. Yeah. So that was, that was the Swiss rounds for you. I mean, notable games for me uh, mm. I think, oh, there was a murder match with the Luke Ray versus Luke Ray. <laughs> it was, was that, okay. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, I think they killed, one guy lost his Luke, one guy lost his Ray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's Luke against Ray battling out. It was really crazy. But in the end, I think Liam was, uh, the Ray was winning. He won in the end, okay. unfortunately, because Ray just puts out damage straight. Mm -hmm. her ping and ability was, also. I assume she was pinging as well yeah, yeah. the yeah. ping ability is really good and she had shotos with her so mm, she'd be okay. fine wow. it's yeah. one of the decks it's on my to-do list as soon as I get uh, Elite Luke anyone out there mm. that wants to send me an Luke, I will give you a shout out on the show if you send me one <laughs> just, just so you know guys I, I really need one I'm not begging I'm just asking you know like if you wanna pass one on it's my way it's just a suggestion just a suggestion you know suggested reading like on most courses at varsity <laughs> cool so that was this, the the Swiss rounds then we had a top mm. four cut and in the top yeah. four was you uh yep. Liam playing mm -hmm. Ray Luke 3 and it yep. was Eric playing the vehicles deck and yep. the, your f round one opponent which I hit yes. was playing Poe Hondo yeah so it's interesting that I know it's a small uh, more small tournament but mm. the cut was like 50% vehicles that's true yeah. <laughs> I know right it's, it's crazy like the two vehicle deck I made the cut and yeah. like the new guy playing the the special abusing BS was yeah. so much fun. So I wanted to play just before we get in the top four, and I was gonna play my Elite Grievous uh, Royal Guard deck. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's an hilariously aggro deck, <laughs> and the goal is to get four weapons on Grievous by turn two or three, and then just start punching people in the face, like just killing people, because you can roll like between fourteen and. No, between 12 and 15 damage if he has all his upgrades yeah. on him. And people yeah. forget about his power action because you power action four damage if you have um, four weapon uh, die yeah. in the pool. Yeah, people oh. forget about that. So I was hoping to play that, but um, I was denied since there were equal numbers and I felt I shouldn't, um, you know, give someone a buy unnecessarily. Ah, right, yeah. 
yeah that's the big thing there so in so i will hopefully play to the next one which we'll talk about later now let's talk about the top four you were matched up against liam liam the luke uh ray the luke and, ray. and how did that game yeah, go because yeah. i've actually never seen this matchup so i wanted to know how it went for you it was a best of three yeah it was i mean late in the day so it's all kind of a blur yeah at that point um i remember just using thron's ability to call two or zero because that's pretty much all the cards in his deck except for like i think two three we- weapons yeah. two cost weapons um i got his synchronicities every single time which was good oh, i called zero oh, synchronicity <laughs> next round zero oh, there's another synchronicity next game zero next game zero um like most of the removal on the deck is a zero um what he did do i assumed, assumed what he mulligan for uh, i just need to remember the name of the card but it activates both your blue characters and gives them both the shield oh the low um, wolf bond yes that yeah that that is That's a painful card to play against. first first turn every single game and yeah and then it pings out a damage from ray which is quite cool and you get all the dice in the pool um and then obviously you got four dice in the pool and you might only have one mitigation card you're like okay is i'm staring at six damage yeah it's kind of scary and luke's dice can't be mitigated like with damage cards like i said earlier because it's shields yeah. that can be resolved as damage yes yes um the only thing i can remember is in the i won the first game uh the second game came down to um my his luke versus both my thron and snoke um but what he was doing in the second round to prevent me from playing dark ritual he was putting damage on both thron and snoke so i had them both with uh, i think it was four health remaining between both of them mm-hmm. he was trying to get luke with a makashi training on to get four damage out and oh, unfortunately yeah discarded in his whole hand that last round he could only get three damage oh that's so good. You could only kill one of my characters, and I had four more supports I had to roll out, so... And I had a whole hand of cards, basically. Oh, so Maybe you had like, enough to pitch for damage rolls and stuff like this? Yeah. Well, and then I just crazy. took out Luke at the yeah. end. But it was like, you had the, the damage... Um, you had like a... I can't remember. I don't know if... I can't remember if you resolved one of the Luke's dice. No, I don't think he did. Yeah, you had a two on the Luke's dice and a one on the Luke's dice, and all you had to roll was one of the pluses on Akashi training. And he rolled the shield three times in a row, I think. Oh, on the training. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. So like I said, as soon as I get another look, I will build that deck because I find it really fun to play against. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I will I will play that deck so hard. So hard. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I like I like the idea of Luke. It's my style Very of deck. Much. Like just it's not direct aggro, it's more like Trixie aggro. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was your the top four game, top uh, four, and yeah. you took that two one zero two zero, two, zero. Oh, awkward. Yeah, um, well done to Liam though. He hasn't played in a while. He borrowed a deck for the day mm. just to play. He piloted that deck very well. Yeah, he did very really well there. And then um, what are we doing? Top two now. And then it was yeah, uh, Eric. Shane. I mean, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, Shade and Eric, and then Shade won that. I can't. Yeah, I don't did, know what happened. I was. I'm not sure either, but I know that they. I think the special training just is once you get one weapon on Poe, as in Poe's blaster. And mm. Myself and Shade were working on the deck as well, and just chatting about upgrades. 
you need a pose blaster and you need a cunning. Yeah. After that, yeah. you're basically set. As long as they mm-hmm. can't discard it, you're fine. So that's why killing Poe is very important <laughs> in that game. Yes. So uh, how, what happened in your game? Um, against the Shade and Poe Hondo. Um, obviously, playing him before, I knew what most of the cards he had, like at least the weapons. So getting some of the weapons out of his hand with Thrawn's ability really helped. Um, I think in the first game, he did get three weapons out on Poe. And a cunning out on Hondo, but I had fallback in my hand. And fallback says, uh, what does fallback say? Fallback is choose one upgrade. You and your opponent choose yeah. one upgrade each, and then you discard Starting with you. Starting with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's a four cost. So I had that in my hand, and um, I waited to for him to play an upgrade on um, Poe, the last one, because I did... Obviously, Core Thrawn's ability, C had a weapon, didn't hit the weapon because I obviously chose another number. But I, I remember he had a weapon, waited for him to play it, and then I played Fallback. So you can just get rid of all these cards. Jeez, but Fallback is a soul crushing card, eh? Like, because it, it yeah. removes, you lose the value because the resource you paid for the weapon, the weapon itself, and the die mm-hmm. as well. Like, it's, it's just crazy. You remove and so if, much. And if you really want to be negative, you wait for them to roll in and then you play it. Wow, that's that's just cruel. <laughs> but look, look, it's a winning strategy. It's how it works. There's yeah. not much you can do yeah. there. I'm, I'm fully yeah. with you. And there, even if, I mean, even if you if you have fallback in your hand, probably the best is to wait for them to roll out. See if they get damage. If they do, then obviously play it to get rid of the damage. But if they don't get damage, let them discard to reroll, and let them do it as much as they want until they get damage, and then you can get rid of it. Because then you're also getting cards out of their hand. That's true, that's true. So I normally, yeah. I have one emergency evacuation in my deck, just in case. And I mm-hmm. let them reroll as well. Like, you let your opponent reroll as much as possible. So they invest as much as possible into the die. So that when they when you remove yeah. it, they lose so much more and they get set back further. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Similar to hyperspace jump, when someone, like, chain focuses into, like, lots of damage and you just hyperspace jump mm. out. And they're like, oh, okay, I, I guess I can't <laughs> do anything. It's kind of sucks. Yeah. So that that's you winning the store champs, jeez. Yeah, and I I mean I got out my big supports in both the games, so it really helped. Like getting out the um, the planetary bombardment and the ASD really is like an absolute game changer. Like yeah. putting through on planetary bombardment, even the four indirect is just crazy. Yeah, I think when you when we tested, I don't think I ever let you get one out. No, you didn't. But that's because you knew the win there. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it doesn't go anywhere. I can't deal with six. In and marriage. you were playing Thrawn as well, and also, and oh. you were playing that other deck that lets uh, Scruffy looking no further, so oh, you can yes. pull support. So good, so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Like Scruffy looking no further is really good against vehicle decks, because you just mm. name support and you're like, oh, let's have a look there. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> I'll take that support. Thank you. You can you can keep <laughs> that. Um, that particular thing i'm not gonna let you keep it yeah oh, else, oh one like, thing i do want to mention mm-hmm. yeah yeah no, i was no, gonna say is that too. that that morning i i was i actually was thinking about because i i put an atdp in the deck i think the night before and then i was like no nah, i'm gonna take it out but then the morning again i put it back in and actually 
kind of worked out with a special that says discard a support that costs two or less from play. Yes. I think I got rid of C3PO three times in three different games. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the thing. That like, getting rid of someone else's support is really good. Yeah. Especially like C3PO, which is ability to like just change dice. Like this will be a special yeah. now. Or this will be yes. a whatever. It's pretty crazy, like, C-3PO is a card, and I can't wait for it to rotate, even though I play decks that use C-3PO. Mm. Yeah, and speaking of rotation, is nothing else you want to add about store gems? Just once again, congrats to you. Thanks to everyone who came Thank through. Uh, there is yes. another store champs happening on the 6th of October at Durbanville Games uh, in Cape Town. So if you guys are amped to go, I'm going, because I can actually play Destiny. Right. Mm. Like, I can actually roll some dice, play cards, and see the light of my opponent's eyes slowly dim and extinguish itself. Because <laughs> I'm probably going to play gonna more. I'm going to go and... Oh, okay. No, you, you can play Why? whatever you want, because it doesn't no, matter. No, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to play my Throne Snoke, obviously. Uh, that deck is dismantled, so I've played it. It's cool. It's I'm done proud of that, you. Are you going to play something I'm as is? I think I want to play DJ. Do you have EDJ? No. That's oh, okay. Thing. That's that's great. Maybe, maybe DJ somebody, or maybe I will just try Jabber, just to see if he works. <laughs> Jabber with a special thing where he just does indirect damage to you. Yeah, just play all the zero costs. You know the zeros and ones, it's an, and a cunning. Oh, you know? I'm I'm just really hoping vehicle um vehicle a villain mole becomes better. So. Yeah, like talking about yeah. now decks and like things, we have a lot of new players coming into the game at the moment, which is really exciting to see. And a shout out to them. Like Shade's a new guy and he made the final of the yeah. store champs, which is pretty decent. Chris couldn't make it, unfortunately. He was ill, but he's also a new guy in our community. And what I want to do is just chat about getting into the game again. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of guys come in and it's not like other games, like compared to like Match the Gathering or other card games where you just buy like a mess of cards and you're like, cool, I'll build something. Uh, yeah, you can actually target what you want to build. Yeah. Like you can look for certain cards and get those cards only. Um, mm -hmm. So, generally, my starting point, and I think we said this in episode one, was the two player start set. Yeah. Like as a baseline. Okay. A really good start hmm. that gets you into the game real easy if you want to start playing even if you want to play casually one two play starter set is more than enough to play casually just like you want to play hmm. at home with your, with your friends or your family significant other or kids or whatever that's a pretty good place to start uh, obviously when you want to step up from there you want to do kind of move into the competitive kind of not really competitive but you want to have more fun two play two two play starters I think that's a good place to start yeah and then from Definitely there... Definitely to just get two of all cards. Yeah. So then from there, though, uh, now it just branches like crazily because you can either go, I'm going to buy singles only and build decks from there. Mm. Or you can go big and buy booster boxes. Or you can, you know, buy the starter decks for the Legacies block, which give you Boba Fett or Luke Skywalker, Farm Boy Luke, which is weird look. The guy whose crotch is on built to last. <laughs> yeah, it's really awkward, that card, eh? Yeah. So, I mean, my advice generally, what I'm giving now to people is that look at a deck type you want to play, whether the theme appeals to you, whether it's the play style that appeals to you, look at that, then go for those cards first. 
equals your dice yeah. cards are interchangeable you can use them anyway like uh look at let's look at a card like the chance cube uh, it's in the empire at war set but i mean it's in so many decks now it's just you need a play set of two and you're set mm. you can like go crazy and build decks and stuff yeah and i mean rares aren't expensive uh, no i mean really most of these yeah most of these are like less than if we look at dollar prices so just so everyone knows uh at pandemonium games we sell the dice cards at the average chance cube price so what the chance cube does is another podcast out there they average all the online stores prices into their own average so it kind of balances out all the really high and low prices so you get like a, a rough estimate of what the card is actually worth and we use mm-hmm. that value and most of the rares from all the sets are less than two dollars yeah like most rares like you could build a deck for very cheap like it's not expensive mm-hmm. to build a deck at all sometimes there are some really expensive cards but that's when you move into like the really popular rares or the legendary cards like yeah. i mean what the most expensive one now if i were to open the chance cube quickly if you give me a second here let's close that close that let's have a look so i'm gonna go to the chance cube chance cube price watch if you guys want to check prices the chance cube.com price watch and it's opening slowly and the most expensive card of all the sets is snoke at the moment he's 53 dollars 29 Hmm. Okay. Yeah. and then Yoda is $50 Luke is 50 Ancient Lightsaber is still up there at 44 Four Speed is 42 Tag of Mortis is 33 uh, Cassian Andor is 30 Hellfire Droid Tank is 28 and X8 Night Sniper Rifle is 24 roughly and Maul's Lightsaber is 21 so huh. it's interesting right that's only legendaries that are in the top 10 of all time right and then yeah. if you look through the actual sets, there's very few rares that make it into the top 10 valued cards. I think ID9 Seeker Droid could be the only one and Shoto Lightsabers. Yeah, ID is probably the most expensive one. Or maybe the battle the droids. No, battle droids are $4.78. And the Shoto is $9.69. They were 10 at one point. Yeah. That's interesting, actually. So, I mean, cost-wise, it's not expensive to build a deck. So, I mean, I advocate people buying singles, not because I sell them, but more because you get what you want. Like, mm. like you don't have to worry about boosters and that random variance of boosters and things. You're just like, cool, I need a layer. I have a layer. So, I opened an extra layer and I sold it to someone because they were looking for a layer. They weren't going to buy a box of boosters to possibly get one layer. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. At, at one point, eventually, it makes sense where you're just buying singles and doing things like that. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're early on in the set, and we'll see that with um, Across the Galaxy, which is the next set that's <laughs> coming out. It's coming in November of 2018, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting because... If you're going to be in, if you're starting the game, then that's a really good time to start because there's some really good characters in that set. Like, what's her name? Ida awesome. mm. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. Like, 
really good. You guys should have a look at that. But I mean, for the meanwhile, in the meanwhile, sorry, we only have Legacies and Way of the Force, so let's just play that out. It's, it's totally fine if we play that out, and there's lots to be discovered as well. So you can do really well with the current set of cards, but it's always good to look ahead at, you know, the exciting stuff, because it keeps the game fresh. We need new stuff. Things need to rotate. It's totally normal. I wouldn't advocate mm. anyone buying anything from the first three sets at this point, unless you really, really need it. But, um... I mean, buying... I would say buying the commons and uncommons, they're cheap, and some of them, like Second Chance, you still need. Yeah. Mind Trick, you still need. Um, best Defense, you still need. Stuff like that. Just no, for now. Need, yeah, you need, like... Cards like that, like those are staples, cards that you always need, that are commons and uncommons. And I like that about the game where certain uncommons are really, really valuable and certain commons mm. are really valuable. Yeah. Like a common like caution is really, really popular and really valuable as well. Mm. Not valuable as a monetary, but for your deck building. Deck building and card for villain like bait and switch. Yeah, oh bait and switch, what a card. That's what a that card. is MVP. That is, that is an MVP. That thing that he says, if you have a resource on the table, it's damage. There's not much you can yeah. do about it. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, just a short section on that. That's all we want to actually talk about. And store champs generally. So, I think we're going to end off there. doesn't have to be too long now after this. We've gone through the whole store champs and deck building and stuff. Um, we'll try to be more regular, but I think we'll probably look at the once every two weeks, once every three weeks kind of podcast. Because life, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is busy. And I don't want to overload either of our schedules with things that we need to do. Cool. All right. So then that's the end of that. Anything you want to say, Bruce, before we close out? Um, don't roll blanks. That's all yes, I have to you, say. You have to roll blanks. Like, blanks are good. You never played anger. That card anger is amazing when you roll blanks. Um, <laughs> so just in closing here just guys this is a great game the game's going well it's nice to see new players and I just hope people just come out and play more games and just you know yes sometimes you get crushed sometimes you don't get crushed sometimes the dice yeah. just hate you and that's totally normal right but that's yes. part of the game unfortunately and it's, as long as you're having fun and you're it playing is. go for it mm-hmm. so then the next event there's actually two events happening on the 22nd of September is a Battle Royale event at um, Pandemonium Games. And Battle Royale is something that I've copied straight from Gen Con. Was Gen Con now, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Gen Con. Oh, Nova, last one. Nova, sorry, from the Nova Open. So these guys are doing the Battle Royale format, which is really cool. The entire write-up is on Facebook on the Pandemonium Games um page you can just check out the event there just search pandemonium games and the battle royale event it's really cheap to enter it's a for fun event so the cost is really low the prizes are very like simple so it's nothing too complex then on the 6th of october is the durbanville store champs that is the last store champs for cape town there are no other store champs after that it's just there's no store champs so there might be a regionals or not i'm not 100 sure yet we'll see what happens there uh, but in lieu of that, that's going to be the last tournament for a while, unfortunately. That's it. Cool. So mm-hmm. I'm going to end off there. Guys, if you want to send us any kind of email, you can send us an email at therulef2podcast.gmail.com. Uh, that's the only way you can get all of us at the moment. Our Facebook page is 
published, I think, and you can post on there if you want, but I don't get to it very often, unfortunately, just due to work at this point. But as soon as I have more free time, I'll work on it more. Cool. So this is Niz. Thanks, guys, and enjoy. The world is coming undone. Imperial flags reign across the galaxy. What will you do when you...